team leaders tell me that everyone on their team knows what their priorities are. But then when I go ahead and ask team members what they're working on, I usually find out that what they're working on doesn't match what the team leader says should be prioritized. It's really surprisingly common. Um, simply put, leaders have to establish clear priorities so that people know what to work on. I'm Jason Gore, and I'm here with executive coach Robert McNaughton. Yeah, thanks, Jason. Uh, I I'm really looking forward to talking more about this one because it is surprisingly common and frighteningly so. And it, it seems like common sense. And yet, people that are very smart, very successful in lots of other ways often forget this. And so let's, let's talk about what are the costs uh, to the leader, to the team, when leaders aren't establishing priorities. You know, and before we do that, Robert, I just want to say one thing. I do sometimes think they don't do it, but I actually think they assume that they have done it. They just haven't done it well. Yeah. Um, so, you know, there, there, there's a fine line there, but we'll get into that in a bit. But when they're not doing it well, let me just say, when it doesn't happen, I mean, really the true test is when their people really don't know what to work on or are working on the wrong things. I mean, that says it all right there, is they're working on the wrong things. Right. The, the issue, I think, though, is that people just get overwhelmed and they will work on the things that they want to work on. So they'll avoid the harder tasks. They'll avoid the, the real key priorities. They'll avoid the things that, are, that need to be done earlier in a project timeline. Um, so just stuff doesn't happen and priorities don't get hit. Yeah, naturally, people's attention will go to the latest and loudest things that are coming up. Um, it, you know, we show up into the meeting and like someone's got a big tension, then it's like a, there's a present moment bias that happens and that sh says that, well, that's what I should be working on if I'm not already aware of what a priority is. Mm -hmm. And then what happens is they put their attention there and their attention gets really split and, you know, there's cost of switching, right? Yep. So you move your attention here, then you have to go back, you've lost a bunch of time. And you have to reorient around the previous task, which is now even harder to do. And so you just get spread thin and a lot less gets done in general. And then interpersonal conflicts, of course, prop up because some people have relationship with priorities in some way. Other people have relationships with latest and loudest. And then we're looking at each other cross-eyed thinking that, well, what I'm working on is supposed to be in, is most important. Why are you working on that thing? And then inevitably, right. the priorities don't get hit. The strategies yep company don't move forward and to your point people take it personally wow i thought that you were working on this project that's important to me you're clearly not prioritizing that project and you're clearly not prioritizing me or our friendship or our collaboration yeah exactly <laughs> it's um, amazing how these little things create messes you know in all sorts of ways right you know it it, it creeps up uh <laughs> all the time and we're all familiar with it. And, you know, what's coming to mind now is I was invited to be uh, on the board of directors of a, of a progressive company that was filled with a lot of, of high performers with impressive track records. We had, you know, Harvard business school graduates and, and all these things, very passionate about it. And so I started attending the operational meeting so I could get a better sense of what was going on. And I was, I was truly stunned that all the agenda items that were coming up were based on what was just happening in the, in the last week and all of the energy was going towards problem solving things that had just come up. 
And so when I started to check in, it's like, well, what are the priorities of this team? No one actually had an answer to that question. And, you know, like, how did this roll up to the strategies we invested all that time in, in the annual offsite? People didn't know as if they forgot that, that, that we had spent all that time. And so I had to work with them to really make sure that the ongoing priorities, you know, were set and reviewed at the beginning of all, all the meetings so that they stay top of mind. You know, I, I do find that, especially with more junior teams, um, at the executive level, as teams mature, it becomes less and less important as a company matures. But in the beginning, just making sure everybody's on the same page about what's getting done, especially in a startup when so much is happening, um, I do find that to be useful as well. Mm -hmm. um, you know, similar story. So startups are changed fast, right? And priorities change fast. Uh, I remember an instance where a sales team was really super busy. They were asking for more resources and they were dealing with these major and urgent customer needs. Uh, but meanwhile, a new product had been launched, and it was a B2B project versus a B2C project, which is what they were all used to. And for some reason or another, things got lost, and simply the sales team weren't expecting it. They weren't trained up. They weren't even really told how important it was. The marketing lead had, meanwhile, pushed things out, and all of a sudden it came to this crux point where it's like, what happened? Like, where did we miss priorities? And literally, the team was just putting their attention on the wrong thing. And no one had brought this team into the loop to make sure that their priorities were set. Um, and disasters like this happen when it's not a common practice to make sure everybody is working on the right things. Right. Yeah, this is great. And it's, it, once again, seems like common sense. But, you know, what's getting in the way of leaders staying on top of this? Why is this such a common thing? Well, you know, we talked about the vision and we talked about the roadmap and not getting clear about that. But, you know, even when the vision and roadmap is really clear, I find that that still occurs. And frankly, when I work with nonprofits, it seems to really run rampant because everybody's working on these all, all these things and trying to do everything. And priorities help us make sure that we are all focused on the right thing, not what we want to be working on, not like the customer complaint or the, the one-off issues that really are close to our hearts maybe, but like that we're really focusing on what, what really matters. Um, and so I think one thing that gets in the way is just human nature, yeah, right? Yeah. We, we want to work on, as you mentioned, the loudest thing and where our heartstrings are drawn and what we care about rather than maybe the nonprofit or the company's true priorities. Yeah, I think, you know, you're speaking about nonprofits, and I think anywhere where there's resource uh, scarcity, where resource allocation is paramount, there can get into a scarcity mindset that like makes us think that we have to be focused on the latest and loudest thing. And it, it makes it even harder to do that prioritization, which is the most important thing at that time. You know, but I think the, the other thing that really gets in the way, Robert, is, you know, doing prioritization, doing these like, talking about what we're going to do rather than doing it yep. is, you know, for a fast paced startup or a company that's trying to move really quickly or an organization that's trying to move quickly. It's annoying. <laughs> it takes time. It takes energy. And, you know, I think it takes a cultural habit as well. And that's where mm -hmm. like if, if our culture starts setting precedents that it's okay not to have deadlines and timelines and an association with priorities, then we're basically permissing this bad yeah. habit to foster. 
So allowing people to avoid giving deadlines or avoid at least sharing their priorities. I mean, you know, there are some organizations that work sprint style, right? So at least you have an order of things, even if the deadlines are not clear. Um, but whether it's using deadlines and timelines or using a, just a list of priorities, um, allowing that to be loose rather than really tightening that up has a lot of downstream costs, um, including collaboration, including loss of efficiency, including working on the wrong things. Um, so it's, I think what you said, Robert, it's like really just tightening those things up. Yeah, good. Let's, let's talk more about how leaders can get better at doing this. You know, you, you speak about tightening up our list of priorities. You know, obviously, like having your roadmap clear for yeah. The priorities are you got you got to start there and make sure that you're doing that in the first place without a clear roadmap as you're saying it's really hard to get to task level specificity and prioritization so yes I that's that's ground level and I think you know it's like there's there's a lot of different methodologies around um, timelines and deadlines and things like that but I love the you know Dwight Eisenhower quote of like you know um, uh, planning is worthless but plans are essential um, yes um, excuse me, plans are worthless, but planning is essential. <laughs> yeah. And even just, you know, pushing for a timeline, like asking like, okay, when is this going to get done? And getting a realistic timeline for it really forces people to look at their priorities and talk about, about their priorities. And just communicating about it, what I find is just talking about where does this fit in in, ter terms, in, in terms of priorities um, brings up a lot of things um, and a lot of confusion uh, gets clarified. Yes. Yeah. And, you know, it's like, I, I think consistency, fostering consistency in the culture is something that can be done. We can develop that behavior in the culture where we're really good about communicating the priorities consistently. Mm -hmm. And then, you know, sharing those across the board. I was talking to an army ranger, sorry, ex-army ranger after he retired. Mm -hmm. um, and I asked him what was the number one thing that made his teams work. And, you know, his response was really interesting. You know, he said that everyone knew their role and what needed to get done. And everyone knew each other's roles too. So when something wasn't getting done, other team members could back them up. And it really allowed those missions to be successful even when all the plans, you know, went foobar, what, um, you know, didn't happen as expected. Yes. And yes. so it's understanding those priorities allows the conversations that can then fix things quickly. Great. Yeah. So it's like, you know, when, when we actually have this culture, cultural practice uh, fostered and when leaders are doing this with excellence, um, you know, for one thing, it's right, right. I, I know what you're working on. You know what I'm working on. So we can dynamically support each other, even if the conditions change. And what's amazing to me is, you know, it's very easy to get lost in tasks mm -hmm. um, and get confused with what I should be working on, especially when something changes. Um, but when this is done well, when people know their priorities, I find it's really easier, a lot easier to recenter and kind of come back and refocus on what what happens. I mean, even if like, you know, something happens in the home environment, you know, it's like when you come to work and you have a real set of clear priorities, you could actually get lost in those priorities and right. and focus in a, in, a, in a way that's healthy. Yeah, well said. And, you know, also it's like, you know, when, when this is done with excellence, that, you know, the way it shows up is that milestones are actually hit. 
and mm-hmm. that we actually do, even though, you know, the food bars can happen, you know, the dynamic changes of the seasons can happen. Those strategic parties actually, uh, priorities actually are, are maintained and we move yeah. the ball down the field. And if the milestones aren't hit, at least we have really good understanding of why not. It's right. not just because I was distracted and focusing on the wrong things. Yeah. It's like, okay, I see what happened and, you know, we didn't see this coming, but at least we are focused in the right place. Right. That feedback can roll up actually into better milestone planning for the next time and the integrity of the whole system gets stronger. So some experiments or next steps um, to improve this. Um, one is um, simply to audit, like ask others what their priorities are. Like if you're a team leader, ask everybody to create a list of what are their priorities and see if they match up with yours and make that list a running list so that it's active and it's updated on a constant basis so that you're always on the same page about what their priorities are. Yeah, you and I talk about this often. Like you can develop a culture of asking each other questions as a way to reset the uh, context of what we're doing, but also so that people know that they need to have these things top of mind because someone might ask them about that. This really does get better in a culture. And, you know, the, the, the kind of duh obvious one here is to prioritize and to actually, you know, do some cost benefit analysis and, you know, put, mm-hmm. put your planning together based on your, based on your vision and strategies, strategies and roadmaps. Mm-hmm. You know, in the active prioritization also at, at any level, whether it's at the executive level or um, the folks in the cubicles, by talking about priorities, what it also does it, is it connects those pieces to the vision of the company. You know, we talked before in a, in a different recording about connecting the vision to people's individual day-to-day roles. And by really understanding priorities, it does that. It, it forces us to talk about, oh, why do you think that's more important than this? And get, get us on the same page of role and bigger scope. So the key takeaway here is that if you, as a leader, don't ensure that people know what they're prioritizing, Odds are they won't be working on what you want them to be working on. It's as simple as that. Thanks, Robert. Yeah, always a pleasure, Jason. Uh, We hope this conversation has been helpful.